Hello and welcome to Antidote with Rain Lawrence. I'm here with Amu today. Amu's a tarot reader, astrologer, photographer, videographer and graphic designer. This is the thing about my guests, they're always so multi-talented, I love it. Um, she works with the moon, using it to help her manifest what she desires. Amu and I met in Negril, Jamaica in May 2022 and became fast friends. She attended me in the birth of my second twin, Rain, cutting the cord for both boys. Hello, Amu. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? <laughs> good. I'm really well. Welcome. This feels a bit like um, cheating because I'm just having a nice chat with my friend. It's not really. It's not, is this a podcast? It's still a podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm just so into tarot at the moment. Um, I got into it last year, I believe, um, that I'm kind of crowbarring it into alternative health. But I hope you'll be able to. You, you kind of prove that it does have a place in in relation to our health and well-being so yeah that's that's the goal for today so to start what does tarot mean to you and how did you get into it okay um well i always say this sentence exactly tarot is a tool to help oneself take a walk inside um to me it means that you can it can lead to deeper understanding or a different perspective or uh, awareness, inspiration, inspiration, all sort of things. Basically, you uh, dig inside of you. Mm. Um, and yeah, from from as far as I remember, like tarot has always been around me because I grew up around spirituality and my mom. I remember I was young and she was spreading on her bed like cards, dice and stones and all those things. And we were just hanging out in the room for hours without coming out and a glass of water and that's it. Like Aww, it was that's so sweet. Yeah, yeah. So I, remember I cherish those moments. Yeah, of course. So you talked about it's about taking a walk inside. So delving into like what our minds, our psychology, our emotions, like uh yeah, emotion, but mostly about um I could say feelings, but I like to use the word intuition because mm -hmm. there is so many things that happen inside of you that you are not necessarily aware of it, but um, tarot helps you think about it because, you know, life happens so fast and like th there's the next day and there's an next event. So you have other things to deal with and other things to think about. So you don't necessarily take time to reflect on what happened and how it makes you feel inside. Yes, so, I was yeah, I, I think most feeling. Yeah, so it's kind of looking at our subconscious and motivations that we might not always be aware of. No. <laughs> okay. Are you back? back <laughs> sorry I don't know how much you heard okay I'm gonna have to learn to edit <laughs> um but wait you was hearing me the whole time sorry I was hearing you up until you said um oh god you kind of crackled in and out and I started to say so it's about um looking at our psyches and our motivations and things that we might not, our subconscious that we might not be aware of. Exactly, exactly. It's really like, it's, it's kind of a guided meditation because you take time and sit and focus on one thing. 
Mm. Yeah, and I guess that's really useful in today's society because it's so like crazy, mad, fast paced, all these distractions that we have, yeah, at our fingertips. Cool. Um, So can you give us a brief history of like the tarot's origins and development? Like, is it an old thing? How long has it been for knocking around and who started it and that kind of thing? It's old. It's old. Honestly, there's, um, well, mostly back in the days, it was used um, by uh, secret society and the monarchy. So it wasn't that really accessible like it is today. Um, it was kind of a secret thing and only special people could use it and have access to those kind of things. Um, there's different um, origin because there's different tarot and there's also oracles and all those things. So it's difficult to um, say, oh, it started here and for this. So, but my favorite story about it is um, the Raider Waite Smith um, tarot, which is the most popular nowadays. And it's the one that has been um, the more uh, upgraded, if I could say, like there's so many decks that are, originated by this one like people Mm -hmm. got inspired by this one and this is a nice story because um the person who did the imagery of the card um it actually happened in jamaica and it's a lady go on represent oh and a woman yes go on (laughs) yeah her name is pamela and i think she was originally from england um, but she came to Jamaica with um, triple wedding. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so she came to Jamaica with her father, and like um, her father was part of a secret society, and he asked her to do some kind of artwork with, um, well, for a tarot deck, and that's how the waiters made that started. That's it. I love okay. it. Okay, I love that too. Go on, Jamaica. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> actually. It's funny you mentioned the Rider Waitsmith because that was how I was introduced last year, and I think that's a lot. That's where a lot of people start, isn't it? Um, so, what would what would you say is the main difference between tarot and what you you mentioned oracle cards? And do you prefer one over the other, or do they work uh, like in a complementary way? Yeah, I like to work with both. Um, I would say the oracle decks are oracle cards are easier to work with because most time it's a clear message. And you don't, yes, of course, you have to still reflect on it, but it's more coming in a form of an advice. Uh, but the tarot brings you more questioning. It's it actually, you have to do a little bit more of work. So, okay. but I like, to, I like to use them both. I like to do a reading with um, an oracle and a tarot deck at the same time. So you have the oracle who gives you a little hint and then you have the tarot deck that goes with it. This is it. Like the tarot mm. deck is more precise, I could say. Yeah. Yeah. You have more precision with the tarot deck. Okay. So would you say, like, so imagine there's two tarot readers and they each have the same client and they pull the same cards. I know this would probably never happen, but would they always come to the same like conclusions or is it very much interpretive? Um, there's, there's uh, guidelines uh, and there's cues because there's images on the card and there's symbols that come back and there's 
um, things that are more general. But if the reader is more of an instinctive reader, um, the person is going to tap in their intuition. So the message is going to be um, aligned with their intuition and with um, the feeling they have or the, the, the vibe that they feel in regard of the person that's asking the question at this point. So okay. the two person can have a different um, understanding of the card at that moment because from their perception of the story of the client or the person mm -hmm. asking, um, they feel it differently, they receive it differently, so the message is going to be different. Got it. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So I've had the pleasure of having a reading from yourself, and I noticed that at the beginning you're often, um, and I've seen it done on you, different YouTube um, astrologers and tarot card readers that I follow, that you'll um, like summon ancestors or guides or angels to kind of promote the reading going well and you get in the right um, answers so how much of a reading is coming from like simply the tarot cards and how much is like a higher being and which particular higher beings are you, are you talking to <laughs> oh um I would say I'm talking to the universe I'm talking to myself because oh no now you freeze i guess it's me going going out i'm just gonna wait till they come back <laughs> <laughs> i can hear you if it change if it helps so just keep going i hope it's on the recording at least this is Jamaica. Emma and I are both in Jamaica, so this is what you get in a country like this. The internet is not strong. <laughs> at least she's grinning at me. Where were we? <laughs> um, so you were about to ask answer about, oh yes, yeah, so you're talking to the universe and you're talking to yourself, you said. Yes. Yeah. Yes, because uh, I mostly do intuitive reading, so it's my intuition tapping in. So I cannot tell you if the message comes from an ancestor or I just know that it's a voice inside of me. I just okay. know that it's a feeling. I just know that this is what... Because there's cards, right? And each card has something to say something to say the card is not really talking but e each card deliver a message but the way you're going to interpret the message is going to change oh god you're freezing <laughs> damn it <laughs> um have you got a strong connection or have i not got a strong connection i wonder maybe i should leave again and come back Uh-oh, now it's me alone. Yes, hello, one, two. Hello, I'm back. You're okay. back. Fantastic. Technology. Okay. <laughs> okay. In fact, let me take my video off. That might help. Maybe it's the bandwidth issue. You, do you mind or do you prefer to see me? 
oh uh, yeah it's kind of weird yeah I thought so sometimes exactly you can't tell like if I'm listening or I might have walked away and got a cup of tea yeah yeah no I feel more comfortable when I see you that's fine um so where did we get to so oh yeah so you answered that one you're you're using the universe and kind of your higher self and your own intuition yeah yeah Yeah, exactly but the cards I mean the cards are here to deliver the message but the card is just a guideline the card Mm -hmm. helps you like I said um focus on one thing so basically it's that it's so I cannot say if it's more the card or more the universe I guess Mm -hmm. it's both yeah I guess both Yeah. And do you prefer, for that reason, I'm wondering, like, if you know the person really well, as opposed to, like, just doing a reading for a complete stranger, what, what do you prefer? And are there challenges and, like, positives of each of those scenarios? Um, I guess both have their up and down. I mean, when I do a reading for a friend, I feel like I'm kind of too involved to have... I mean, I speak my mind, but it's just, to me, it's just um, an open door to speak my mind, you know? Yeah. And the cards are just here to um, um, add proof, if I can say, that, look, this is, like, this is what is meant to be said. Yeah. But at the same time, when I speak my mind, it's coming from my higher self. So I guess it's the same thing yeah that's good so it's never going to be like you're just giving your opinion on that person's life that you know about it's still coming from the universe it's still coming from the cards I just have more in because I know you versus when a person that I don't know like and this is something I I tell to people all the time because I give readings online and um, on my profile the more details you give me the more clarity I will be able to give you because I mean if you're telling me yeah um will I meet uh, Tom Wednesday well who's Tom what's happening Wednesday are you coming out of your house Wednesday I mean if you're staying in your bed there's not you're not much gonna, gonna meet Tom on Wednesday so <laughs> yeah got it um and I've got my little deck here like oh, these are beautiful as well um what is your favorite yeah, card it's so nice. And why? If you got a favorite card, would you say? Or is yeah, it my favorite hard? card is the sun card. The sun oh, card the major is... arcana you're going for. Okay. Yeah, major arcana. I mean, I have uh, a sun in my hand, and I always say that I am the sun because, um, well, even before I had this, even before I, I, I went into tarot, I had this in my hand. And when I discovered the tarot card, the meaning of the tarot card, and I was like, yeah, this, 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 is, this is basically the definition I was giving to people when they asked me, why do I have a son in my hand? And basically mm-hmm. it's joy, it's happiness, it's warmth, it's vitality, it's success, it's growth, it's everything beautiful. And I mean, I'm shining and I'm brilliant, yeah. just like the sun. Yeah. So. <laughs> amazing <laughs> I knew you were not gonna have like the hanged man or the death card because you're like yeah, yeah that's your vibe <laughs> right. um, to- talking of which like do you did you are you self-taught do you think there's a way to, that like a best way to get familiar with these cards if someone was just I starting out in tarot the best way to get familiar with 
tarot is um, practice every day. Learn every day, research every day. Even if it's one minute a day, one minute a day, honestly, is more, it's more effective than 15 minutes once in a while. Mm, because so just consistency. Yeah. Everything, yeah. So yeah. it's like when, as I said, you tap into your intuition. So the more you tap into your intuition, the more you get aware of what's happening and the, the, the easier it gets to interpret the message and um, the more information you can get with only one card. Okay. So yeah, study cards, but not too much. I mean, I always tell people who's trying to start reading, don't use the book. Don't use the book. Don't use the book. Like I know you're always telling me that, and I'm like, but I don't yeah. know. Like I'm just but addicted to the book. <laughs> instead of the book, the best advice I could give is watch videos on YouTube. Watch other people uh, interpret cards. So mm -hmm. you're gonna have a lot of hints and then you can yourself uh, use those things and um, how you feel about it, interpret it in a different way or deliver the message in a different way. Right. Um, I've just found this, the sun card in this deck. It's like a rather Ooh, handsome hench looking guy on a horse. Yeah, there yeah is. on a white horse, like a prince charming. Exactly. Yes, please. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> And there's this purple lady um, royalty down oh, there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's she doing down there? Looks like she's feeding the horse, maybe. Hmm. Nice card. Um, so would you say, like, you're... Like, if, so if, so if someone doesn't ever read a book, would they... Could you... Is there a case for, like, just, just picking this up and saying... I intuitively yeah. feel like this means that, like yeah. without hearing a word about what the major arcana yeah. is, what a pentacle is. Yeah, you can do it like that. Absolutely. Every card tells a story. This is a good way to practice uh, doing readings or even for yourself or for people. You look at the card. I don't even have a... Wait. <laughs> wait. <laughs> I was ready, but... I mean, I, I have always two or three uh, deck in my bag. So. Yeah, Amu's um, tarot deck collection is, like, so gorgeous. There's some really pretty ones oh, in there. Oh, Oh, God, the technology is against us today. Ay, ay, ay. Oh, you're back. Can you hear me now? Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I was going to say, like, anytime you you um, look at the card, let me find a one that has more um, clear image. Yeah, Ooh. I like the simplicity of those uh, Egypt ones, but they're not very, yeah, I don't get a lot from them. Yeah. All right, so I have here uh, Tarot de Marseille. Okay, Tarot de Marseille, lovely. Yeah, so this is a classic one. The version I have is not really, it's kind of different, but it's close to the classic, classic one. So I'm just trying to find a card that I can um, 
illustrate you how it can lead to easily lead to a story because when you look at the card the card is telling you a story and basically you can reflect on that story and apply um the, the, the I'm lost I don't have the right deck right now and you've frozen <laughs> again you have also frozen <laughs> damn it oh I think you're I can hear you still but your your image is frozen. Can you hear me at all? I'm gonna leave. Recording in progress. Okay. Are you back? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm, I was trying to find one card, so I'm just going back to a deck to another because um, I know exactly what I want to show you. Just try this one. Sure, take your time. Um, yeah. This is wonderful. Look at it. This is exactly the card I was looking for. <laughs> I love what it. Yeah, the five of pentacles. I love pentacles. Just it makes me think of witchcraft, and I'm so into witchcraft. Yeah. <laughs> well, the pentacle cards, it's all about tangible energy. So uh, physical things, wealth and um your house or your Material. job or money. Material okay. thing, yeah. Mm -hmm. But the five of pentacles, I love that it was the card at the bottom of the deck. <laughs> this one. Um, so first of all, there's another thing you can know about tarot. Like if you know what the four symbol mean, like we said, pentacle is about tangible energy, and there's the cups, which is emotional energy, and there's also a sword and wands. Help me, please. Thank you, wands. <laughs> So they all have their meaning. And then after that, there's numbers. Uh, when you know a little bit about numerology, you can know number one, number two, number three, number four, what they mean. So for this example, number five, number five is about conflict, it's about change. But I mean, it doesn't always have to be negative. Um, because I mean, change, it can be changed for the better. It can be a conflict because uh, this person doesn't have to be in your life. But this five of pentacles here, when you look at it and you tell the story, you can see that there is um, one person walking outside under the snow. Um, it's a lady, she has white hair, so she can be old. Um, it's windy and she's kind of like this. So yeah, she looks Looks yeah, not and great. passing through a window, which seemed to be maybe a church or um, because of the glass that would mm. be, I don't know how you call this kind of glass. Like stained glass a, window. Thank you. <laughs> so about change. Um, and we have pentacle, which is tangible energy. So you, you look at the card, 
you tell the story and then you reflect about um, how you can apply the story to your situation. So for example, if it's about work, if you're wondering like, I feel kind of lost at work, I don't know if I'm at the right place. Well, number five is about change. And here is stained glass, which seems to bright up the lady. So um, pentacle, we said tangible energy, money. So maybe there's a change that's coming. You're going to receive a message. Even if you feel like uh, you're down and you're not comfortable where you are, look at signs you're going to receive maybe a new opportunity soon. So okay. this is a way to reflect about cards when you look at them at first. Yeah, that's great. I think you have to be quite imaginative then, don't you? I think that's probably where I struggle a little bit. I just look at the picture and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, well, it's all about creativity because you're a creative person. You have the power of creation, so you can create whatever you want with what you see there. Yeah, totally. Have you got any crazy stories about um, tarot predictions that you've made or guidance that you've given to people in the past? Um, well, yeah, first of all, most of the time I don't get feedback. So mm. it, it's hard to tell. Yeah, uh, yeah it's annoying, annoying, but it's part of the game. I mean, mm -hmm. um, and also because of, I mean, everyone free will uh, X event can and cannot happen even for example if I give you a reading and I say yeah 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 everything's going to be fine you're going to have that job but from the moment you hear that if you stop working like yeah she said I'm going to have it well chances are you won because you change the course of history or you change the way you were acting in order to get to event mm -hmm. so it's hard for you know for I mean, I don't, I don't predict the future. Never, I cannot predict the future because of the same reason I, I just mentioned. And but we still can explore potential outcomes. That's a possibility. Um. So yeah, I don't really have a a lot of feedback about that. But I have two, two story I can tell you right now. It's kind of yes, funny. Please. So <laughs> I was um. I was in Canada this summer and I went to a birthday party and a man asked me if I can, if he can have a reading. I was like, yeah, okay, sure. And he, he was wondering about like, um, does he have any kind of um, people around him that are not there anymore, but that are around him sending him message or stuff like that. And yeah. so I shuffled the cards, the card came out, there's one card, I described the situation, it was his mom, and he was like, oh my god, this is nice, and then the next one, I was so proud of this, but I'm kind of ashamed, but anyways, <laughs> because the message was kind of negative, but the, the, the feeling inside that I was right into it, I was partying yeah. in my head, but I had to, I mean. <laughs> Sad for him, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So basically it, it was um, someone in his family that has passed away recently. And the reading was saying like, oh, it looks like uh, you or this person was trying to, um, to help the other one and like show them how life can be pretty, life can be beautiful. 
and there's this opportunity, there's this you can do, and the person couldn't see anything, the person wouldn't hear anything, and the person ended up killed himself. So basically, the reading was saying, you try to show the person, to help the person, like, um, I mean, love yeah, life, like, if I can say, courage, and the courage. person... Yeah, so basically I find out all of this in the reading and I'm saying this without knowing we're talking about suicide, right? And now the man is telling me, well, this person, no, no, no. So I'm like, oh God, I'm sorry. But at the same time, inside, I was so happy. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. Yeah, those kind of things happen. It's part of the game. Also, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it hard then to if you become aware of something in a reading and it's like really? Do you, does that ever happen that you you can see something awful on the horizon for someone and do you always ha- then have to tell them or? Well, I think um, I'm trying. I'm someone who um, have deep understanding of people's feelings. So in my practice, I'm trying to keep a certain barrier so mm. I don't um, involve myself too much. So I'm trying to attract, um, when, I, when I deliver the message, when I tap in, I'm trying to deliver it at large. So I'm trying to receive, the, the, it's hard to explain, like I don't want to receive a message that in, involves images and clear um I don't want to be in your head I mean I Mm -hmm. don't want to I don't want to see I don't have to see what you live what I want to see is what can come next you understand so like I don't receive the kind of message that involves too much detail so I don't Mm -hmm. deliver a message that involves too much detail so that's why I'm saying people still have to do the work yeah I was just gonna say actually yeah like even if it was bad news that doesn't mean it's gonna actually transpire they could get the warning and change and yeah yeah and the bad news can be can be delivered in different way like for example I had a um I had a woman wondering like, oh, there's there's a lady and we used to be friends, but now we're not friends anymore. And the message was, well, maybe you're a pain in the ass, but I cannot tell her that. that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> if it was me, if you were doing a reading for me, you'd say. Yes, yes, but, but no, so I, have to, I have to be gentle. So it's like, maybe the person wasn't ready to receive all the energy you have for her, or maybe, uh, you wasn't in a position where um, you yeah, could, you could uh, or she wasn't able to give you as much attention as you deserve and things like that. Like turning it in a way that you have to reflect on yourself because there's always two people in a situation anyway. So it's... Yeah, that sounds very di- diplomatic. You should be a politician with those sorts of answers. <laughs> I have to be gentle, but yeah. I'm I'm direct, but I'm not mean. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I could use that skill sometimes in life. <laughs> um, I just want to apologize for anyone listening back. I think Brazil is Brazil, Croatia today. 
in Jamaica oh. here and I think Brazil must have scored so everyone in the neighbourhood's going wild and bibbing their hey, horns so I hope that's hey. not on the record <laughs> yeah, it is because I can hear it <laughs> oh lord okay we've had tech issues we've had cultural issues what next um, so was that the last um, crazy story you had for us oh yeah um, so the other day we ordered pizza someone ordered pizza and, and like it has been a while and you know when you order online you have this this thing that is telling you the thing is delivered or not or where it where it, it reads in the process oh, follow it along mm-hmm. so it's been a while and and the person is like oh um the pizza where is the pizza the pizza do you think i should call and the person take up the phone and the app says delivered already and at the same time i'm like no 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 it's coming don't worry it's coming and Five seconds later, the phone rings. Yes, the delivery man opened the gate and down the road. (laughs) Wait, someone used a tarot reading to find out where the pizza was. (laughs) Good Lord, okay. Why not? Yeah, I was like, don't worry, it's coming. And the card that came out was actually yes with an exclamation mark. And the next one was um, um, in a soon future. Or in, in a close future. Yeah, two cars that, that came out. That yeah. direct. <laughs> nice. <laughs> the pizza man just like literally five seconds after the cars, pizza guy. <laughs> hey, I'm going to the There you go. He felt the energy of the tarot. Um, what would you say is the main way that tarot and astro- astrology can be used to support our well-being? Like, how is it? Uh, assisted you in your life and others uh, yeah well me myself I use it to resonate mostly and um, it helped me to stay focused on a particular subject I said it before and because usually you know my mind is running all over the place I can't stay focused <laughs> mm. um, and but the thing is tarot can easily become overwhelming and useless because uh, you still m- must do the work. So even, um, as I said, you know, if the reading said, oh, everything good, if you stop working, you stop working. So tarot can be efficient as much as a life coach if you do the work, if you work with it, because it helps you reflect on some, some aspect of your life and then you just act accordingly. And if you don't, well, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, I remember um, when it was with my second boyfriend, I was asking, like, what do I have to know about this person? I mean, why is this person in my life? Things like that. And the card that always came out first was not for you. And long story short, I was ignoring, like, every red flag <laughs> on purpose because... <laughs> I was trying at the time I was in a situation where I um well my ex was harassing me and I kind of needed a cover so like the person would leave me alone so the man stick around and finally uh before I realized the man moved in (laughs) and (laughs) yeah to keep the story short he wasn't for me (laughs) Uh, and I think that's sometimes the first place yeah, I think sometimes that's the hardest thing, isn't it? Just acting on what you know and accepting yeah. the message. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or even like before I moved to Jamaica, I was always like feeling cars about because I was feeling overwhelming, like is this really now like because there was this this um virus thing and all so and was it I was wondering if it was the right time and the card that was always come out is um nothing's worth more than home. And when I reached Jamaica, the card I haven't seen it ever since. And when I went up there this summer, oh, the card came out again. And then okay. I'm back to Jamaica for I don't know how many. And I read cards every day. I mean, every day. And the mm. cards don't come out. So to me, it was just it was just confirmation that I'm at the right place. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's really cool the way that tarot works like that. Like sometimes you're like last month or two ago I just kept getting eight of pentacles eight of pentacles eight of pentacles every time and you showed me the stalker spread that you can do so if you keep getting a card you can do the stalker spread and like find out why am I getting this card what part of my life does oh, it pertain you're breaking to? up now oh. you're frozen no last one who's gonna jump out me or you <laughs> I think it's your turn <laughs> Oh, you're back. Am I back? Um, you're still frozen, but I can hear you. Okay, cool. So hopefully the recording is still going on. Mm, um, yes. Yeah, so well, if you're talking right now, we're not here. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, I'm going to leave again. <laughs> this has been so bad. Okay, we're back. I'm back. So hopefully this is a sign that I need to improve my um, editing skills because this will definitely need lots of editing to take out all the technical issues. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I was just speaking about the stalker spread. Um, Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I love the stalker spread. Like when a car comes back to you, it's like you can use the stalker stalker spread to... um, because most time when the card keeps keep coming back, it's because you haven't um, understood the message properly. So this the card is coming back to tell you, hey, 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 you still have to look at this. Hey, 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 look at this. Like, it's not what I meant, right? Okay. All right. So I might look at the Eight of Pentacles again today to see. Although it hasn't come up for a while. So maybe I, yeah, I must have resolved that. <laughs> maybe, yeah. And for about astrology, um, well, me, it's mostly the moon. I'm really in touch with the moon. I love the moon. Every night I'm outside looking at the moon. Um, but so you know already that the woman's cycle is in touch with the moon and the moon have a lot of influence of, of our body, like vibrationally speaking. Um, you know, just like the sea and the high water and down water and those kind of things. Um, Basically, being aware of the moon cycle is being aware of my cycle to me. Um, the, the moon have a lot of influence and it's just so fascinating like to understand a little bit more uh, why you feel tired or more energized at certain part of the cycle. And like, for example, um, if you know you are bleeding on the new moon, um, your menstrual cycle just refresh and the new moon is the refresh too. And so those two things have influence on your mood, your energy, your body, 
So it's nice to know where the moon is at so you can know a bit more uh, about you and even fix your schedule accordingly because I mean, I don't want to go jogging and run a marathon when I'm on my period. So. No, I, I mean, I never want to run a marathon, but just certainly yeah, not. No, no, but I mean, maybe I will think about it even more if I'm not on my period. <laughs> exactly. We, I'm going to be interviewing Laurie Parker soon, who's a, she's um, womb wisdom, I think, on uh, Instagram. So she, yeah, I think you'll enjoy that um, episode. Nice. It's interesting because you and I are kind of reversed, aren't we, with in terms of our bleed. So you're a new moon bleeder which I think, is it red moon? No, now, now I'm a full moon know. bleeder. Yeah, sorry, other way around. So you're a full yeah. moon bleeder and I'm a new moon bleeder. So what do you, can you speak to us about what, probably you know more about the full moon bleeders. What does that mean? Well, um, from my understanding, uh, the, the full moon is more about um, the... How can I say the the? It's more about the general vibration than the single vibration. So it's more. Um, you have more awareness. Oh, you're frozen. Oh God, I'm back. Yeah, I no, hear you. Okay, cool. Oh, you're back. Go, go, go. Yeah. yeah so, so it's, it's more, more about uh the collective the the the. the collective energy than the individual energy. So apparently it's more, it's harder to deal with. Uh, I honestly, my cycle is been switching to new moon to full moon. And I can tell you that when I bleed on the new moon, it's so much easier for me. Um, <laughs> I haven't yet found Oh, okay. sorry. I heard I haven't yet find, <laughs> and then you. you I <laughs> haven't yet find out um, at at which frequency my cycle is switching to new moon and full moon. Because I mean, I've been I've been on it for the past year, but a year is not is not enough to um, well to actually understand. Because I mean, I could be I the past the past couple months I'm bleeding with the full moon but before summer I was I was bleeding for the new moon for I don't know how many probably years but maybe so I just didn't realize and I was bleeding with the full moon before that because I mean yeah. you know when you first got your period you don't think about those things you're just like oh god I'm bleeding <laughs> exactly when you start so, to track it it's it's just a fountain yes. of information isn't it you're like oh okay there's all this going on in the background yeah yeah, I used to be, before I had Onyx, I was a full mooner. And yeah, I remember thinking like, oh yeah, I'm so like connected to our planet and the world and I'm here to do huge things. And now that I'm like a new moon leader, I'm like, oh, like <laughs> I'm not part of it anymore. But yeah, I must yeah. research what the new moon bleed because it must have its own like positives too, to each side of it. Yeah, yeah. because um, there's, uh, also your sexual energy that is connected with all of this so if you um if you 
Okay, if you bleed on a new moon, you ovulate on a full moon, and those two moons have an effect on your sexual energy as well. Mm -hmm. So when you ovulate, um, I don't want to mix anyone. I'm not sure which moon is which, but when, for example, uh, <laughs> one mood would be ovulation and your sexual energy would be arise while you're ovulation. So it's all, it's all, it's all balanced for you to, um, what's Perfect. the word, baby? Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yeah. that's what I remember reading about it, which makes sense because before I had Onyx, I was on the the non-procreation one, the one that's more about our planet, whereas now I'm on the kind of motherly maternal cycle, which makes sense because yeah. I'm having my children now. I'm in my childbearing bearing years, so, yeah. It's all working out beautifully. <laughs> Don't you worry about that. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much for speaking to me today. Do you have any um, like parting words or do you want to tell everybody where they can find you on the socials? You can find me on Instagram at amru.clarity. So A-M-W-U dot clarity, C-L-A. Clarity, you know, if you can't spell clarity, you can't follow her. Yeah, I want to mention I know I can write, but my first language is French, so that's why I'm all messed up with this spelling sometimes. Beautiful, and I love your accent and your voice, so don't apologize for that. I love it. Thank you. All right, my darling, thank you so much for talking with me today, and have a lovely day. You too. Take care. Bye. Bye.